Hello, my name is Joe, and welcome back to a gaming podcast. In today's gaming podcast, I will be talking about a new game recently released about two weeks ago, I'd say, um, called Fall Guys. It has been a big hit ever since it has been released, and basically what you got to do in it is you're a little character, like an a- you kind of look like a little astronaut, honestly, uh, in a different color, and you can ch- choose your character. You can be like a T-Rex or <laughs> kind of anything. And they're in different colors, like pink, blue, red, green, yellow, etc. Colors like that. And it's a very funny game because it's kind of like a wipeout, the TV program. You're dodging obstacles and stuff, and you have to be one of the last alive, like not be eliminated by any of the obstacles. And then you'll qualify, qualify enough, and you'll win. It's currently available on PS4 and Windows. But I'd say since it's such a big game now... It will be released on other platforms too. That's it for me, and bye. This is my podcast, Prank Files Top Secret. Continue to listen to find out how to play pranks on unsuspecting adults. I'm going to give you three options. Choose one, two, or three, or all three. Let's get started. Prank one. You'll need a mobile phone. Search for three typing dots GIF on your phone. Two, download the GIF. Three, when texting the person you want to prank, send the GIF of the typing dots to them. They won't be feeling love towards you. Prank two, um, cut up lots of colorful tissue into lots of tiny little shapes. Pinch the umbrella of the person you want to prank and open it. Pour your confetti into the umbrella and close it again whilst it's still upside down. Put it back where you found it with the handle pointing up. Next time it rains, the person you're pranking will get a special shower. Prank 3. Pour the sugar from the bag into a spare bowl. Empty the salt shaker into the bag of sugar. Top up, up with more salt if you need to. Use the funnel to pour the sugar from the spare bowl into the salt shaker. Put both items back and don't sugar or salt coat it. So that's that's that for today, listeners. I hope you enjoyed it. Try it out and let me know how you got on. Bye. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Today we'll be talking about musical instruments and what makes them different from other instruments. So stay tuned and let's get into this. Because there are so many instruments to choose from, I'm just going to pick probably the two of the most well-known instruments in the world, pianos and guitars. Now, I personally prefer piano over guitar as I do play the piano, but I'm not opposed to learning guitar. So what are the differences between pianos and guitars? Well, for one, guitars are handheld, which means if you're going to play a guitar, you have to hold it up, you have to support it with your own body. Whereas pianos, they usually have a stand 
or they have a place they're normally you're not supposed to hold a piano it'd be very heavy that's what i'm trying to say anyway the similarities between pianos and guitars are they both percussion instruments which means that they're both played with their hands so you strum a guitar with your hand you press the piano tiles with your hand you know what i mean another similarity between them is that there are different types of guitars and pianos like for example you have the electric guitar or the bass guitar and then like the normal guitar spanish guitars and with pianos you have like a keyboard and you have grand pianos and you have big organs so there's different types different varies for each person so what i would recommend is that you learn one if you're gonna learn both of them, both of them i recommend learning one at a time because learning them both can be quite overwhelming because they are both played very differently that to each other so if you are going to play both of them i would recommend learning one of them first mastering that one and then learning the other one as i said before i do not play the guitar even though i am trying to learn but i do however play the piano and i can give you guys some tips and tricks that you can use to help you learn the piano first thing i would say is to relax don't be all uptight and stiff and just you know what i mean just relax the second thing i would say is when you're learning the piano don't cram okay take your time learn one thing and once you master that move on to the next thing because cramming and all at once it will just make it harder for you to actually act out because you'll be remembering different things at different times and it's just it's just a muddle inside your brain so i would say don't cram my last tip is to learn at the time of day you know you won't be distracted by. Because I know from experience that learning a piano while you're doing other things or thinking about other things is very, very, very difficult to do. So when you are learning, take the time, just one hour or two hours where you can just sit down and focus. I don't mean cramming kind of focus because you're not supposed to cram, but when you can just focus on what you need to do and really let it enter you and that's all for today so thank you for tuning in to this episode in my podcast and i hope that you are able to learn an instrument that you really love and i will see you next time goodbye guys Hi, it's Molly, and welcome to my first ever podcast.
So today we're going to talk about budgies, and I have two. One is a boy called Mellow, and he's yellow and turquoise, and the other is a girl, and she's white and blue, and her name is Belle. Do you want to hear some interesting facts about budgies? Yes, please! Okay then, budgies have a third eyelid that is not usually visible. Number two. Their heart rate is extremely fast and cannot be monitored as it beats over 300 times a minute. Number three, budgies have up to 3,000 feathers in total across their whole body. Number four, budgies grind their beaks when they are happy and relaxed. Number five, their bones are hollow and filled with air sacs, so they are capable of flying. And the last one, budgies poop as often as every 20 minutes. I love having budgies. Mellow and Belle are so cute. They hang out together all the time. And they give each other kisses and hugs. It's so fascinating to watch. I hope to have budgies for a very long time. And thank you for listening to my podcast. Hey all you Enid Blyton fans out there, today we're going to take a look at Enid Blyton's famous book series, Mallory Towers. I'm going to be reviewing the first book, First Term at Mallory Towers. It's set in Cornwall, in a massive boarding school called Mallory Towers. It is an all-girls school. First I'm going to introduce you to the main characters. There is Daryl, Alicia, Sally, Mary Lou, Gwendoline and Jean, but that's only some of them. They are all normal schoolgirls that live a normal life, but they find it all fun in games when they're playing tricks on the poor old mamselles. But then, it most certainly is not fun in games. Tempers become frayed and everyone starts accusing each other. Will everything be alright by the end of the term? I definitely think you should read this book and the 11 others in the series. There's 12 altogether. I really liked how Enid Blyton kept it realistic, like a real boarding school, and not unrealistic. I also liked how when the characters talked and acted and described what they're like, so you get to know them. I definitely rate it 5 stars, and I'm definitely going to read the rest of the books. It is beautifully written, and it's a heartwarming, lovely, fun story. I definitely think if you like reading, you'll get into it, but even if you don't, you'll definitely love it. I have read three of the books from the Mallory Towers series and they're very nice to read since each book ties together perfectly. But new things still happen in each book. In the paragraph where they're describing Mallory Towers is wonderful personally to me. It paints a picture of a beautiful castle, beautiful green grounds, flowers and vines all over. When I imagine that in my head, it just makes me happy. Again, I definitely think you should get this book and read it. 
I rated it 5 stars and 11. Bye! podcast today i'll be talking about gaming during quarantine now people are always like oh gaming isn't healthy but during quarantine it actually is because well we need to stay inside and what better way to stay inside than gaming (laughs) and i for one have been staying inside most of the time because well i'm on the let's say uh, the vulnerable list and Let's just say Animal Crossing has been amazing so far. (laughs) And yeah, what I've been doing is I've been staying inside. I've been playing that, keeping safe, stuff like that. But I have to say, though, it's a very good game. It's very addictive, (laughs) dare I say. But it's a pretty hard game when you think about it. As it's a lot of saving involved, a lot of time. I'd say I probably spent about 50 hours on it in total, probably. Soon to be probably 100. (laughs) Um, it's a very addictive game, very fun. I have to say it's probably taken the world by storm. I've been on TikTok a lot as well. Um, that's very addictive. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of um, people doing more of TikToks and stuff like that. As as okay, as I've said previously, there is quarantine and stuff because well. We can't go outside. <laughs> um, I've been keeping safe. I've been at home playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> um, I've recently gotten Cuphead as well. And I have to say, it's very addictive. Like, a lot of games on the Switch are very addictive. I don't know what they do with them, but they're amazing. <laughs> the Switch has probably been the thing I've used the most. Minus my phone, of course, but like... During quarantine, it's probably the Switch is the thing I've used most. Uh, Let's see here. What else? Yeah, I've also been playing Fortnite as well. I have to say, it's very good. But the problem is, it's Fall Guys has just overtook it for number one Battle Royale. And yes, I'm sure Fall Guys is a great game and stuff. But I myself haven't played it. But notifications I mean spammed with them about Fall Guys and stuff like that everyone's just spamming you with notifications like oh have you played Fall Guys yet oh have you done this have you done that yeah it's I have to say though it is kind of annoying but I'm I'm thinking I might be able to get it someday maybe because I might be able to get it on my PC like my PlayStation is ancient it's PlayStation 3 it's so old Oh my god, it's like we haven't even used that thing in like a year probably. The last time I used it was probably when we watched the movie on the PlayStation and that was about very like like the start of last year. And I have to say though, it's a lifesaver sometimes when you want to watch something because... Sometimes 
my TV is absolutely ancient. Like, sometimes my TV doesn't work. A lot of the time, like this one time when I was trying to play Animal Crossing, the sound just dips completely. And I couldn't even hear anything. And I was very sad about that. Because I love hearing the little villagers talk. I just think it's adorable. Um, but it turns out the same remote that we use for our new TV is the old is the same one for the old TV. So I had to go running around for that for a while. Um, and it turns out I don't even know how this works. But it also impacts the old TV I think. So yeah that's basically all I have to say about it. Hello everyone, my name is Charlie and in today's podcast I'm going to be talking about the video game Animal Crossing. Now, Animal Crossing has been a very popular game, especially during lockdown because a lot of people are playing it now. I was actually playing it a couple of days ago and on my YouTube channel yesterday I made a video on it, so go check that out. Animal Crossing is a game where you meet a guy called Tom Nook and he lets you stay on an island with a getaway package. You can you start off with a tent, but you can get a house. If you get if you do get a house, you have to pay a loan of 98,000 bells. Bells are the currency of the game. Your objective is just to make your island look better and better and improve on the game. You can catch bugs and go fishing, or even with the most recent update, swim in the sea with a swimming suit if you have one. I really recommend this game, but the only problem is, if you don't have a Nintendo Switch, you can't get it, because it only comes out on Nintendo Switch. I really enjoy playing this game, even though it's the first Animal Crossing game I've played. Animal Crossing New Horizons is one of the best games on Switch, in my opinion. And I think I'm going to keep playing it and get a better world. See ya! Hi, my name is Amy Deering, and this is my lockdown life as a 10-year-old in Ireland. Hi, my name is Amy Deering. I am 10 years old. In this podcast, I will be talking about what it's like living in lockdown from a 10-year-old's point of view. So, as you know from my two intros, that my name is Amy Deering. I am 10. I'm 11 on October 15th. I uh, live in a small town called Nerny in County Kildare, Ireland. Life has been pretty boring during quarantine, except for this week. I got to see my friend, and my mom says we can have a sleepover soon. But she doesn't know. We were supposed to have a sleepover last night, but her mom couldn't get off work. It's kind of boring, but there's nothing much to do. I'm going crazy. My brothers are annoying the heck out of me. But if they weren't here, I'd be bored to death. 